Greetings! My name is Michael Govier, and welcome to the latest edition of the First Day Pod. With my co-host, Leanne Hello, who is as kind and caring and funny as it gets. We're going to dive into change. What is the first step in change? How do you take that step? What prevents us from taking that step? And what type of change are we trying to accomplish? There's all kinds of different types of change. Transformational, smaller, micro change. There's organizational change. So many different types of changes that we have to make sure we understand what type of change we're trying to accomplish. And is it meaningful? I think we had a really fascinating discussion on this and I want to thank everybody who participated in the live chat, which you can always do at the YouTube channel anytime you want. First Day Pod. Now strap yourself in for the latest edition of the First Day Pod. thousand apologies for not being on time. We apologize for that. We're not perfect, though, and hopefully you know that by now. Welcome to the First Day Podcast. Michael Govier, Leanne, hello. We're live on YouTube, Facebook. Yoshi, come on. Uh, Yoshi's here. Hey, Yoshi, come on. I put up the green screen, and Yoshi's confused by it. So, Aww. Um, Josh, uh, if Josh is watching, great to have you aboard. Hey, this Josh. Is, uh, supposed to be an episode about... <laughs> A lot of stuff. We'll talk about it momentarily, but uh, oh yeah, there he is. He's already there. See, and don't forget that you can follow us on all the standard social medias. First Day Pod everywhere. First Day Pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, let us know what's on your mind. And special shout out to my brother Matt. It's his birthday today, so happy, happy birthday, birthday Matt. Matt! I was just at his house, and I just made it back in time. And it turns out that six ninety six is the entire entrance ramp is closed, and then the next three ramps are closed it's just awful i was really threw me through a loop all the way down 75 so that was a challenge oh and then leanne ran a marathon today walked whatever Al- almost crawled <laughs> hey ed uh, hey ed yeah you did a marathon that's why she looks the way she does because i literally just finished it six minutes ago, uh eight minutes ago what eight minutes ago yeah why did it take that long? I thought you started at like 10 something. I started at 1040 and then um, That's I, 10 hours. Yeah. And I should have, I should know this from before. And a girlfriend was like, oh, I'll walk part of it with you. And what I should have done last year, what I did, which was really good, is I did the half marathon myself. And then the second half, I did it with a girlfriend. So this time I was just like, she was like, I could see you in an hour. And I was like, ugh. Okay. And that I shouldn't have, as soon as I had that feeling, I should have just said, actually, that won't work, but I could see you in three and a half hours. And then I would have been able to get my half marathon done and get started into my second. But instead, I started with her and um, she's very slow and she loves puppies. And so we stopped for every puppy that we saw and she took pictures and talked to the owner. And then we came to my house and I, anyway, so it was this whole thing. Well, my body seized up the whole time. So oh God. by the time I was like eight miles in, I literally couldn't walk. Like we were doing stretches. Thank God she's a yoga teacher. She was like, okay, girl, like here's some stretches you can do. Cause I did about three and a half miles prior to her or four miles prior to her. And I was on fire. I was jogging. I was doing so good. I prepared myself so much. And then, and then that happened. And so literally like 
I, I did was not able to walk. I actually had one lady. I didn't even know I bent over to like stretch, but I looked. Nobody <laughs> was anywhere because I didn't want anybody to be like, are you okay? So I made sure nobody was behind me. Nobody was in front of me. I was on like the street. So I went down. I did like this stretch where I was like helping myself. And then this lady out of nowhere, she was like a witch on a bike. She was very nice, but it was just like she came just like that. And she was like, honey. And she gets off her bike. She's like, are you okay? You look awful. And I was like, oh, God, thanks. But <laughs> I'll be fine. Anyway, so it was long. And then ah! I, when I came home through part of it, my mom was like, you can't go out there. You're sweating. It's cold. It's all this stuff. How long did you go? And I said, 21.2 miles. I only have five miles left. And she was like, I don't think it's a good idea for you to go up. So then I didn't want to upset her. So I yeah. literally did circles in my house for five miles. I got dizzy, banged myself into like the wall. Every time I was like taking a turn, I hit like counters. I'm going to have so many bruises tomorrow. <laughs> what? Yeah, but I got it done. I had 26.2 miles done. And you did circles in the house. I did circle. You know how like in the hallway to the bedroom to the bathroom, it's like two open doors. So yeah. I literally just like did that loop. I went hallway, bedroom, bathroom, hallway, bedroom, bathroom. Like probably, I don't know, however many times that takes <laughs> to do five miles. Anyway, that's not what we're here for. Sorry, that was long winded. I will be long winded all the time today. I can't think straight. So, Mike, please keep me in line and let's get going. What do we want to talk about first? So you did a marathon with no training. No training. Yeah. Four weeks ago, I tried to start my training and I did a half marathon on a Sunday. And then I was like, that's perfect. This is sore. I'm uncomfortable. This is my like, you need to start training. And then I wanted to. I had intention to. And then I didn't. So I didn't walk again since four weeks ago. And, but I will say the last two weeks I've been training in my mind. So every nice. night before I go to bed, I've been training, watching myself do the walk, doing it effortlessly, not being in pain and finishing and feeling very proud of myself that I stuck to my word. And I think that's the only thing that helped because dear Lord, it was not easy. I bet. I mean, you put yourself through the ringer because why? Because I told myself. So the whole thing is what I kept telling myself. I also like my battery is garbage on my phone. So I only had like while I was talking to my girlfriend, I could talk to her in just the three and a half or four miles prior to that. I had some sort of music. I was obviously listening to motivational stuff. And the whole rest of the way, I did not have anything. No people, no, no talking, no radio, no nothing. So I just kept talking to myself. And I told myself, the way you do one thing, there's a saying out there, the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. So I kept saying, you can either quit on yourself right now, but just be prepared that you will quit on yourself for the rest of the month. And you're starting a new month tomorrow. You promised yourself you were going to finish this before November and you can do this. And I kept watching to see if I was in real pain, like, you know, like sharp pain where it was like, oh crap, my knee might be giving out. And it wasn't like that. It was just all very numbing uh, muscle pain. So I was like, and I, and because I was in pain so early, like it was like eight miles in, then I was like, I'm going to be in pain when I get home now, if I quit now, or if I go for the next 18 miles or whatever that worked out to be. So I was like, why won't you just finish it? And then you'll just be in like, you're not going to be in like more pain for longer. You're just going to be in pain and then you have to deal with it tomorrow. And then hopefully by the end of the week, you'll be fine. 
Either way, you're already screwed. So I promised myself. I made a promise to myself and I didn't want to break it. That's the real reason why I did it. I really didn't care. My mom was like, it doesn't matter who you told or what. And I was like, I told myself. That's where I don't want to lie to myself anymore. I've done it way too long. We do it with our food. We do it with everything. And I didn't want to do it. I want to start the month off right. So that was it. Wow. I look awful. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, people. We should maybe we should put like a do. We, are there are there effects on here? Can I do like ah! cat ears or something? Oh, ah! dude, I wanted to wear a wig for Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody! It is Halloween. Oh, I wanted to wear one of my wigs. I was just too tired. Okay, sorry guys. It's uh really crappy out though. It's raining. It's windy as hell. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, the weather got pretty bogus eventually. I mean, it fell apart. It was warmer today, but it still wasn't Beautiful. super sunny out. But It was in pockets. Your pocket. Okay, come on. So what are we talking about today? Where do we get started that we're going to start with? Well, I'll tell you this. So okay. I was just over at Matt and Carrie's celebrating okay. his birthday. We did a birthday cake and everything. It was, I heard it was delicious. I didn't have any. So. <laughs> okay. Why? They said it was good. Because... I've been thinking about things. Mm -hmm. And uh, my other brother, Josh, who's watching the show. Hey, right Josh. Now. Gosh, we're thinking of you. Josh! I just talked to Josh, so I feel like I just got off the phone with him because I did about an oh, hour ago. Oh, good. And uh, Josh's in the hospital, and he's recuperating. So hopefully uh, things are going to go well. And I know that uh, eventually he'll be better. But right now he's got some challenges ahead. But they're all step-by-step -step processes handled by professionals and hopefully he'll be home in a week or two and and then he can start recovery. So I know that Josh, the show is important to you and that's why we do this show because, you know, I was talking to Matt at his house. He's like, Oh, so, so what are you guys talking about? And I'm like, Oh, we're talking about a uh, change. The first step in the change process. And then he's like, what do you mean? What type of process? And he started asking me all these questions and, and as Matt does with his very semantic and, logical way i was like well we don't have anything and i'm not putting in the work so i am sorry guys i yeah we show up here every week we're not experts we don't claim to be experts either this is not a show run by professionals uh you know epidemiologist or any type of scientist or doctor that's not what this show is it's just too the whole point of the show is supposed to be regular people trying to figure out ways together with other regular people because mm -hmm. it's a challenge but it does mm -hmm. make sense to offer more strategic processes. And I'm not doing that. I'm not putting in the work to the show. We're just showing up and doing it. Mm -hmm. And that might be good enough for some people. And But it made me realize that I, I need to be putting more work into this. And it really is just a, another example of thing in my life that I'm not putting everything into. So it was just a reality check for me. And I told him, thank you for that. You made me realize that. And I'm going to try to uh, make sure that I'm putting in the work to this show. So when we show up every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time, live, we offer you real solutions. Because, yes, it's about venting and being open and uh, just expressing yourself freely on this show. But it's about more than that. It's about having actual tangible ways to create change or to whatever we're talking about, whatever the focus of the episode is, we should have tangible offerings, websites you can go to, things you could read up on. And we don't really ever do that. We just kind of say what we I say. Do that. You do? Yeah. Okay, I feel give like, me some examples. 
I feel like, well, okay, so maybe it doesn't come across. And anybody that watches this, you can tell me if I'm lying. Um, but any time that we have like a topic topic that is going to be something that I feel like we should have websites, then I I do do research prior. So then I have like things that I can like steps when I'm talking, steps that we can be taking, things that can be working. You know, I mentioned like websites that I looked at to get the information Maybe like we should get back into show notes. That would probably be a good thing. So then people could like actually see what's going on there. Um, but the other that. thing is, is I agree. I agree that we could have more information. Um, however, I feel like the information and okay, people. So I'm so sorry. I look like I'm really angry. I'm just watching myself right now. Okay. So I'm not I'm just tired. So um, I, Matt, thank you so much. Um, but I feel like we need to get back on the guest train because when we have guests here, that's what our the whole point of it was, is to have guests that co could give tangible information because um, I do like you're in it, you're getting your master's in it. I think it's wonderful. But until you're, you've got your certificate, what is it? It's a, uh, your master's. Once you're, what is it called that you're going, you're going to be a counselor? Is that like what it is? It's not clinical like mental health counseling counselor, but like, okay. So anyway, so once you have your degree in it, then I feel like, okay, then that's great. But up until then, I like the idea that, um, I liked the, okay. So Ed saying knowledge versus wisdom. So I want to come to that in a second. So, um, but I feel like, cause I was talking to someone last night and, they were saying that they love the fact that we are are real and talk about our struggles with this stuff. And by the end of the show, between you, me, and everybody in the chat, because everybody kind of gives their two cents and they're then you come out with some information of what you can take. But also I feel like knowing that you're not alone because there's resources everywhere. You Google if you want, where do you start when you're making a change? <clears throat> Where do you start when making a change? Anybody. <clears throat> I am oh dear, so sorry, huh? people. Oh my Take God, a drink I'm... of water. I have a drink of water. Yeah, you're right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Sorry, the audio is oh. going to be horrible for this. No, podcast. it's going to be fine. Sorry, people. Um, fine. Anywho. Um, so, yeah. So, I feel like I don't know where I ended with that. But anyway, so through everybody talking, then we all come to a place that we feel like, okay, A, we're not alone. B, I thought I was like, there's a lot of times that it's like, I'm, I was thinking that I was the same thing when I was talking last night about, or the night before about like, okay, so we could have all the tools and we could have all the stuff, but how do you actually get started? Just the fact that like, we bring that topic up and then we're going to have a conversation with people about where they struggle, where they had their strengths, where they found success, I feel is probably more um, useful than saying, well, on www.iknoweverything.com, I found that here's the five steps that you can do. I think it's better because then you hear like, oh, this didn't work for this person, but it worked for this person and all that kind of stuff because the information's out there. So when we have people that are coming on as a guest, yes, I want them to be able to give their expertise, but I I don't know, I don't want to do a ton of research to be like like we're the experts because we're not. You don't have to. 
It doesn't, you have to do a ton of research. We could just pop in and say, Hey, here's something I found. I'd like to share with you. And that's it. Oh, what? Josh had to message with the kids about trick or treating. He's back. Oh, okay. Hey, Josh. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, yes. so it was definitely, yeah. So it was Josh that I was talking to. So I didn't want to like say that it was, but yes, absolutely. You so can talk I, about Josh. He's fine with it. I know he's wonderful. So, um, yeah, that's the whole thing. We have all these tools and everything. So yes, Mike, go ahead and pull up the websites that you want to share. But I feel like that's part of the conversation that I think people like. So you can let us know if I'm wrong. I'm totally fine with that. And we'll get you more tangible stuff. But I think the conversation, I think that's what people we've got, you know, quite a few people that come every week and it's always just been this way. And the real reason, the real reason why we don't have more people showing up is because we're not putting it out there. That type of work. Yes, I agree. We need to do more with our social and we need to do more with getting the word out there, but I don't think it's the content. I really don't. Well, I wonder what Matt would say. I don't know if they're watching. Let's they said they might the watch. Show. So Let's Matt and Carrie were. Show. Well, he's been on the show before. He got busy. Life, you know, life became busy. He also said he wanted us to change one of his photos. He didn't like an old photo we used. He wanted to update that. So we'll okay, have to well, fix that in post. Yes, um, that's fine. You can but, do you that. Know, Ed says, I actually love the personal perspective from this podcast. To me, it means more. That's awesome. Thank you, Ed. Okay, so let's go. Yes. Correct, Josh. You're right. You're right. So, so we can't have more con. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. So that's Lynn says, What's up? Lynn Nas is here. Do you hey. know Lynn? No, I do not. I don't think. I don't know you either. Welcome, Lynn. It's a pleasure oh, to have YouTube. you here. Oh, well, thank you for there. stopping if by. You could subscribe if you like this. Then. Only if you like this. Yeah. We never yeah. force anybody, Lynn. But if you like what you see or hear, then subscribe and then you'll be notified when we go live, which is once a week. Every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Live. You know what's funny? I listen to... Oh, this is Carrie and Matt. <laughs> oh, hey. Okay, hey. I don't know. Yeah. Is this a secret identity, Carrie? Is this an alter ego? I'm curious. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? I listened to... I was just listening to like a podcast and I just realized because I went to go search for them. I haven't been following them and I listened to them. I've been listening to them all year. So it's mm -hmm. one of those things that even though you're like, you think you're top of mind, like watching every week, there's a lot of people that just don't subscribe or don't post or like or any of that kind of stuff. So that's the only reason why I said that. Okay. Yes, that is correct. It's an alter ego. Cool. Oh, nice. Cool. I'm glad you guys are here. I hope you're relaxed. Their place is so cozy, by the way. I was getting really tired when I was there because it's oh. so relaxing. They got a really peaceful place there. And now mm -hmm. I'm, I left and I'm more on edge now. I'm back out in the world and I'm awake. So that's good news. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if in case you just joined us, Leanne just finished a marathon, 26.2 miles. She did it. She didn't do any training. And we're talking about... I don't recommend how, it. Yeah. We're talking about how we do the show. And uh, like I told, I said, if Matt and Carrie just joined us, Matt, I was talking about what you said to me before I left your house this evening, which is Matt's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy Halloween. Happy... Happy uh, Dios de los Muertos is coming up in a couple of days. So, uh, Day of the Dead. Hmm. Leanne's favorite holiday. So, <laughs> Leanne doesn't like Halloween. No I offense don't. to you, Matt. So, I love his birthday. I think it's wonderful. Without it, we wouldn't have him. So, 
I'm all for that, but Halloween I just don't like. Right. She doesn't like to be freaked out and scared, but there's more to it than that. They had skeleton decorations at the house. Uh, she's really into anatomy, too, so it's oh, not about cool. scary stuff. It's about the human body. Cool. Josh says, the more genuine I feel someone is, the better the conversation. So this goes to the point we're talking about, that Matt said, hey, what are you focusing on? And I couldn't explain it very well because I didn't have anything planned other than to show up and talk about the topic for my own experiential knowledge, which is fair. I have a decent experiential knowledge to offer now, 41 years old. Mm -hmm. So do you, Leanne. Yeah, so maybe we change... I don't know where. Anyway, maybe we change that shared wisdom, education, and empowerment. We just change those. Which ones? Well, education maybe would be the one that we change. Shared wisdom, openness, and empowerment. I like it. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. We'll, we'll workshop it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But maybe that's just what we do. If it's throwing people off that they're coming here for education, um, then maybe that that's what we do. That's what the people who are here regularly, they're saying they like the show. Although the show hasn't grown much, so maybe you guys are the anomaly. We love you guys, but I'm just thinking out loud here. I'm, I'm not being critical of anyone. I'm just saying maybe people want more expert opinions. You know, like the this is what the people in the business, the people who are the professionals, the scientists, the everyday researcher. They are, they're out there. Yeah, it's true. So Then go to them. They have the information. If you go to a book, you're going to have, you're going to, Oh, so, okay, so we'll get to that. I got to stop squirreling. Okay, so, yeah, you can go to the the Google or you can go to the bookstore and you can get all that information that you want or somebody else's podcast. I'm totally down with that. And if you're finding – here's the other thing that I would love too. If you're finding a podcast that you find is like a good, like, complimentary podcast to what we do and they have more of the resource type thing, by all means, like, let me know. I always want to be learning more and – all of that. But I'm I'm really liking the, the thing. And I think the reason why it's not growing is because we're just showing up. That's it. We're not doing right. the social. We're, we're not, not doing, doing any work. Anything. Yeah. I got a new toothbrush, though. Look at this. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Thank nice. you. Matt and Carrie, thank you so much. This is apparently the softest toothbrush in the world. Look at this thing. It's Beautiful. made out of... It's different. It's not like your typical toothbrush. It's, it is really soft. It's blown out. Pull it back a little bit. What is it? Focus. Are there bristles or is it like a, what is it? They're like, I don't know, it's like a feather bed on a, on a toothbrush. It's really interesting. Nice. You can really tell the difference. So Beautiful. Yoshi wants to eat it. Yoshi, you can't, no. No, Yoshi. <laughs> no toothbrush for you. So what are the I'm first steps to change? Uh, people are asking us questions. That's what the show says. We're talking about change, the process of change. What is the first step to change? So. Ed says, if you want education, read a book. If you want to learn, then just live your life. Well, I mean, there might be a middle ground there, Ed, but I understand yeah. what you... I understand. <laughs> Yoshi, what is the first step to change? Go ahead. Yo, go ahead, Yoshi. You have the floor. What is the first step to change? Because you have oh a lot of problems. Uh, you know that. Uh, so, Le Leanne, you're the one who created the topic, so I'm going to let you lead it off. Perfect. I'm all down with that. So, um, and so I feel, and okay, so now like, it's funny, I have like this little like inner, now that I know that Matt is here without being here, because usually when he's like on like an episode with us, I can like read him and then just be like, go ahead, Matt. And then he's got something to put in. Um, but I really do think that the, one of the first steps of change, 
I think, is to A, figure out what it is that you want to change. Because sometimes we just say that like we want to make a change, but it's like, I want to be a better person. Well, what does that mean? Like, what do you want to change? So I feel like you first have to like, you first have to figure out what it is, like actually what it is that you want to change. Um, And then I think a big part of it is to figure out why you want to make that change. And I think that is a step that a lot of us just we blow through and we're like, okay, well, I want to make this change. I want to lose this, lose this weight. I want to do this thing. And then you don't even ask why you want it. And so I feel like you have to figure out why you want to make that change. Because if you really sit down and think about it and you only want to make the change because other people are telling you to make the change, you're going to screw, like you're going to stop. You're going to start whatever it is that people say that you should do and then you're going to stop because you don't have any kind of vested in- interest in this. You're just doing it for somebody else and that that never works. Um, I shouldn't use the word never. I also Uh-oh. shouldn't use the word always. So I'm really trying to learn to be better with my words. So um, It's important. Intention of your words is very important, Leanne. 100%. 100%. So I'm really working on it. So I feel like knowing what you want to change and then figuring out why you want to change it. And not just like, oh, I want to lose weight because I want to feel better. Yeah. You could feel better without losing your weight. So is that really the reason why you want to lose your weight? And you keep asking yourself that until you really get down to why you want to do it, whatever the change may be. Um, And if it comes down to like, oh, I want to feel better, and you keep, keep asking yourself and you keep coming down, you'll eventually get to a point that you'll find the real reason. Like, I want to be there for my kids. And right now, like, I I need to do this in order to be there for my kids. Well, if you didn't do the inner work to realize why you want to make that change, then if it's just to feel good, then the moment that you feel good, and I do this, the moment you feel good, you stop working on it. So now it's done. So, but if you really drill down, so I think you need to figure out your what, and then I think you need to figure out your why. Because your why is going to be the thing that is going to drive you when you don't want to do it because there's going to be more days than not that you don't want to make change because our body and our ego and our brain is wants to go back to comfort it just does and so that's why we keep kind of okay so okay what what is here you're talking about the difference between internal and external motivation yes absolutely 100 percent. thank you so much so is there a way to pull him on so he can be here with us? So, no. Uh, well, Carrie, they're awesome. both there. Both of them have something to oh, offer. So be hey, respectful. Oh, hey, Carrie. They're both uh-huh. there. Oh, wonderful. Hey. Uh, uh, so let's get a couple comments real quick. Though. The yeah, they both, yeah, they both would be very knowledgeable. Josh says, yeah. uh, the thing that makes it great is Mike's clinical view and Leanne's personal perspective. Uh, sometimes I offer clinical stuff, not as much as I should. And now that Matt's watching, he's probably going to call that out. So that's fine. Uh, I could live with that. But uh, Josh says, afraid of consequences of doing nothing. And he agrees that you have to be honest with yourself, Leanne. Of course. You have to be there's also different types of change, Leanne. Mm-hmm. So when we say the change process, there's a lot of different types of change. There's uh, like big life-changing changes. Uh, there's adjustments, smaller individual changes. There's also like group change, organizational type change. So... You have to be specific about the type of change you want to focus on before you can even move forward into the first step of the change process. And that is what Leanne's talking about. Back to this point, 
intrinsic and extrinsic motivation means internal versus external. Are you driven by forces within you? Are you driven by fear, punishment, external forces that say, you better do this or else? And that's usually, this is, I think this is pretty proven. Correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but uh, intrinsic motivation, this is what I learned in teaching college. It was all about trying to get the kids to be motivated from within themselves so that they would be buying into it more because it was a group collective. It wasn't just like, hey, I want to get this done. We want to get this done. That's really important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, don't make that. Good night. <laughs> Yoshi, she's going to sleep. Good night, Leanne. I'm paying yeah. attention. Ed has some commentaries. Ed says, number one, awareness of the problem. Number two, the cost of the problem mm. causes you. I agree. Our only chance of changing is that it's for ourselves. Well, like I said, there could be a group connection there. There could be multiple people involved. There could be two people involved, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, a, uh, a partner, you know, two partners, husband and wife. They can buy into something that they want to build together or change together in their life. Mm -hmm. And that is multiple buy-in. But it's all about what is the type of problem you want to solve first. Before you're even trying to create a change, what's the type of change? That would be my first step offering to you. Mm -hmm. And not just mine, by the way. This comes from the, <laughs> the according to the Harvard Business School online. You know, mm. This is important to identify the type of change that you would like to create first. So there's a little bit of reality for you. I won't go into the details and bore you, but there's adaptive changes and there's transform transformational changes. So those are larger scale, obviously, like life. When people say life-altering change, that's what a transformational change is. I'm going to change my life tomorrow. Not today. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow's a great day. It's the first Tomorrow's day. It's a brand new day. It's a it, actually tomorrow. Because it's a brand new day, a brand new week, and a brand new month. All rolled into one. Okay, How do you so know if change is meaningful? That's what Lynn wants to know. Hmm. How do I know if change is meaningful? Uh, I would probably say, so it's going to be, it's going to be different for everybody because of making change in yourself, you're going to get, um, and I know this, like, I'm not educated in any of this kind of stuff. However, I feel okay. like, yeah. Express yourself. I, what's that? Express yourself. Okay. Um, I really should turn that light down. So um, I really feel like, you're going to know if it's meaningful, if you're feeling better or feeling different after you've been making the change. And you may not feel like when you're initially making, does change have to be meaningful? It's been modified from how do you know if change is meaningful? It says, does change have to be meaningful? Yeah. I don't know that it, I don't know that it needs to be meaningful. But I think it does. I, I don't know that I don't know that it always does need to be meaningful. Well, then why would you want to do it if it wasn't meaningful? Because you can just be making change like, OK, so if you have like a big if you have a big goal, I guess everything is how much do you want to break it down? So if you have a big goal that will be meaningful, that will change and help and do and all this kind of stuff, more people's lives and whatever. Always, you always have to break it down into 
micro steps that you can accomplish and move through. You're never going to be like, oh, I have to lose 100 pounds. And so I'm going to do that tomorrow. No, you're going to lose your first pound. And then you're going to and you're going to make these little changes. So I guess, yeah, I guess every change that you have is meaningful because it steps you in the right direction. Well, if you're actually going to do if you're going to have buy in and do it, yeah, it'll probably be meaningful. It'll have to be meaningful. I think yeah. that's one of the the key aspects. If it's a meaningless change, you're not into it. The buy-in is everything. We talked about this. And, you know, I still love you very much, but and it's so okay it's the to... why. Yeah, you know that. I still love you. <laughs> we yeah. disagreed for a second, so... That's fine. That's oh, okay, fine. good. That's good. Yeah, Great. we can still be in love. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I guess it does have to be meaningful to you. And the only way that you're going to know if it's meaningful is by asking yourself what your reasoning is for doing the change. So that comes down to the whole thing of finding your why. Like figuring it out because if it's if you're just doing something because somebody's telling you to do it, then it's not going to be meaningful to you most likely. Unless it whatever. There's everything is gray all through my growing up and in my 20s and even in my 30s. I was always like see Always and never always comes out of this mouth. Always. See? And I need to stop that because I've always looked at things like black and white. It's here or there. It's yes or no. It's this or that. Yeah. Always. And so now I need to realize, and in my 40s, that's where I'm really starting to change this, is that there's a this and a that, and then there's so much all in here in this gray area is where life happens. So asking these kinds of questions I think is wonderful. Um the meaningful part, it all depends on how like deep you're going, I guess. Well, how many times have we tried to make change in our lives and we've ended up back where we started? Yeah. And you know what? A lot of the times that we've tried to make change, I've never really asked myself why I wanted to do it. And the reason why I always want to lose the weight is because it's just an, a, a habit of mine. Because when I started hanging out with a girlfriend that I was a girlfriend with her in grade school, she grade got school. to my attention that she was like, in grade school, you were on diets. You were like always needing to lose weight, always. And when I look back at pictures, I really haven't. I'll fluctuate like a little bit, but I pretty much am like the same way all the time my entire life. And it's not a bad weight. And it just like up and down, up and down, up and down. But it's like, it's this mindset that I just always have to be on a diet. I always have to be losing weight. I'm just never good enough. And so now if I want to, like when I want to, the last two weeks, I've had like no sugar. I've been eating really well. It wasn't because I wanted to lose weight. It wasn't because of anything. It was because I didn't want my knee to hurt today. That's what it was. I'm going to do a marathon in two weeks. I'm just, I don't want my knee to be really bad. I don't want to have bad inflammation. So that was my meaning. Mm. Josh says, but the little changes need to be meaningful to keep the drive to meet the final goal. And there are many gray areas. Of course there are. And the Josh wants to know, Leanne, did you find the movie that he suggested? No, not yet. So um, I will. Um, It was. Are we allowed to know what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Josh, what is it called? Um, The on the walls of the bathroom. Is that what it's called? You'll have to put it in here. Anyway, I have it written down, and I do want to watch it. Um, I just haven't taken the time to do You know what's on the balls of my bathroom? What's on the what? You know what's on the walls of my bathroom? What? Nothing, because I cleaned it. Oh, good boy. Okay. Yay! It's called Words on Bathroom Walls. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry. Never heard. I had it written down. Never heard of that. I'll check it out. Thanks, Josh. Uh, I'll tell you this, though. If you're going to take a step in the process, one thing you have to do is ask yourself first the right question. And what you were just talking about, Leanne, is we ask ourselves the wrong questions. We don't set ourselves up for proper, meaningful change. And that's why we go in the cycle or we kind of peter out. Or, uh, hey, you know, I'm uh, really, really been trying to learn the guitar. And then you just kind of give up. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you hit an obstacle? Or was it because you never really cared about it in the first place? Why? The right. reason we are deciding to make decisions of change in our life, we have to look at those. Because they could be bogus reasons. Like you were talking about the constant weight staring. That's stupid. That was, that's, that's not, you're not stupid. It was just no, unfortunate. It's, yeah. it's unfortunate that you were put in that situation and you felt that pressure and then you created a bad habit and that's just how it started. But it doesn't mean it should stay. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. And it's funny, like when you bring up the guitar thing, that people can like talk about wanting to learn an instrument or learn to do this or learn to do that. And they'll never do it. They're like, Oh, that sounds cause like maybe when they were in high school, it like sounded cool. And then they always like now just had it in their head that it was like, Oh gosh, the guy that played the guitar always had the girls. Like it was cool. Exactly. And you get this thing and then you don't care. But then if somebody was like, Hey, I want you to play a song at my wedding and I'm getting married in, you know, nine months, I want you to play a song. All of a sudden, my guess is if that interests you at all to be able to do that for your buddy in nine months, you're going to figure out how to play at least one song. Yeah. There's some truth to that. Mm-hmm. Josh says, I've been doing that a lot lately, considering my circumstances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a look around. What are your circumstances? How'd you get there? What happened? Who mm-hmm. led you to where you ended up? Was it you? Or was it a series of habits that you learned that you never wish you learned in the first place, but you didn't even realize you learned them? They were all kind of unconscious conditions that were in your mind. And then next thing you know, you're living the life that you had no idea you were living until you stopped, took a look around and said, what have I done here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Lynn wants to know, how do you sustain change? Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Isn't that really like the big, that's the big one, right? Okay. Do you have the answer, Lynn? Because please let us know. Uh, yeah. Sustaining change. If I knew the answer to that, then I would probably be carrying it out daily. I would say acceptance is important. I would say that like, so if your why is big enough, that it will take you through the harder days and take you through the days that you don't want to get out of bed and the days that you don't want to do the thing of whatever that change is, um, then you'll do it. Um, but like you get to a point that if you, and I don't know, again, no expert, just experience, but if you get to a, like if you have a strong enough why of why you want to make this change, eventually it turns into a habit. And then once it's a habit, it's part of your your being and that's what you do. And then before you know it, it's like 20, 10, 20 years out and you're like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I brush my teeth every morning. I don't know. But like kids don't do that. That's not a natural thing. You teach them. Eventually it becomes a habit. Eventually it becomes a thing that you just do, you know? And so then you don't have to constantly be thinking, oh my God. Okay. So there, what was that other change that I had to make when I was you know, three. 
oh, right. I have to brush my teeth this morning. No, it's just like part of what your life is. So it's just a matter of, I feel like changing. And I think part of it too is really taking the time in the beginning. And in my mastermind, we were just talking about it because last week we had talked about, we really need to like make a vision, like a concrete vision of where we want to be, write it out, a self image of who we want to be. And I didn't do it. So I got to do that. But I've been thinking about it a lot. And actually on the walk, I did a lot of talking to myself and was like, who do you want to be January 31st? I could just give myself three months. And um, we don't take the time to think about who we want to be a month from now, a year from now, five years from now. We're just like going through the motions of being who we are right now and then saying, oh, I just want to change. Like I just want to figure out who you want to be. And what you want your life to look like, whether it's three months or a year or five years, wherever you feel comfortable that it feels like, yeah, yeah, I feel like that's possible. And then that can be like that vision can help drive you to make all the rest of the changes. And eventually you'll be that person. And so that's no longer you have to like once you become a vegan, the, the becoming a vegan is sometimes difficult because then you have to like say no to people that were used – you were used to eating steak with and now you just – you have to do all the stuff. But once you become a vegan, that's your lifestyle. You don't have to like feel weird. Okay, this situation, how do I handle this? You're just handling it because that's the way that you are. So yes. I feel like sustaining change, I don't feel like it's always – that you have to sustain it. You just have to sustain it long enough until it becomes a habit and part of your lifestyle. And that the only way to do that, I really do think it though, well, there's probably a ton of ways and there's probably books upon books and education that you can find out about it. But I think the biggest thing is that you have to have like a something that is pulling you in the direction of where you want to be. And I think if more people sat down and we actually thought about where we want to be, rather than where we don't want to be, I think we would probably move quicker and and the change would be easier and we'd be able to sustain that more because we're we're we keep moving the needle and and the change will change. Like if I if I'm wanting to like if I'm wanting to get fit right now my change is like okay so I want to do 20 minutes of working out. Yes. Like so so much. But then mm-hmm. in a year, if that's what I've been doing, if I'm doing the exact same thing that I'm doing today, a year from now, and that I sustained that change, I'm not going to now, I'm not going to get the results that I got like this year because you need to up level. You need to, the change needs to change if you want to keep growing, I think. But please let me know what that sounded like. I that's says another important part of change is believing you can do it. Like you are able to picture the results of the change. Boom. Yes. Those types of things are more difficult for people with major mental illness. Hygiene, for example, Josh says. Yeah, Josh, I know you struggled there, man. It's been. Yeah. If, if you're dealing with a mental illness, uh, you can't just change it necessarily right, right. away. Right. Or sustain it because you might need certain medications. Or you might need certain. Yes. Uh, medical attention. So that, that's, those are different things. I think we talk about change. We're talking about possible changes that are attainable. First off, mm-hmm. you want to make something attainable, realistic, 
accept yourself, accept the situation, accept that you're going to make mistakes. This is a huge one. We don't think we mentioned it yet that you have to be forgiving and accepting mm. of yourself. Be super patient with yourself in a, yes, attempting amen. a change of any type of magnitude. Amen. You got to do it. And if you don't, well, then you probably won't be able to sustain it or it won't be meaningful to you because you're not really putting yourself all into it. You know, it sounds like a lot of work to put yourself all into it, but what I mean when I say put yourself all into it, I'm talking about that it's encompassing your life now. It's a major focus. Your attention, your focus is there. And if you're going to sustain it, you have to get people that are going to support you too. Mm, mm -hmm. So that means you tell people about it. You open up about it. It's not like a secret on your own. Like, okay, I'm doing this by myself. No one will know about it and I'm going to succeed. <laughs> you, that, you know, it's possible that you could pull it off, but the likelihood, not likely. Mm -hmm. uh, outlook, not good, according to the Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, Matt, check this out. I saw this in a jar on your counter tonight. Progress, not perfection. Weird. Mm. How about that? <laughs> I saw it like a little Chinese uh, fortune cookie thing in a jar. Nice. I didn't mention it. I just saw it. So It's over there on the counter, Matt. Go check it out. I know where it is. <laughs> so. Yes, that's exactly it, Ed. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah. Wow. Sadly, I have been trying to do that very thing, Mike. The thing where you like tell people, oh, by yourself, all alone, or mm. telling people about it. I think you're saying you've been doing the thing by yourself. Yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. You got to include everybody. You got to open up. You got to tell them, hey, for a long time until now. Yeah, that's a very honest assessment, Josh. I appreciate yep. that kind of honesty. And when you're in your situation you're in now, you're probably looking at it and you're like, man, yep, this is the truth. Mm. Uh, you know, Times of instability or um, potential harm create a lot of clarity for us. If we fear that we are uh, at risk in any way, we suddenly see things a lot more clearly. Some people totally freak out, maybe have a meltdown. And there's nothing wrong with the meltdown. That's not a clinical term. That's just my term. Like, uh, right, Leanne? Sometimes people just... Uh, it's just too much. Yeah. and you they don't just don't know how to handle it. You don't have any coping skills, and therefore you just kind of crawl inside of yourself. Mm -hmm. It looks like you're there, but you're not there. Mm -hmm. Hello. You say words, but yeah, you're not really there. Yeah. And I think another, another piece of it is for some reason, and we've talked about this on the show before, that like, for some reason, we feel like you hit a certain age, you should be at a certain place. And you, once you hit a certain age, you should have enough experience or enough knowledge that you can like do these things on your own. And so like even the brushing the teeth or even the like hygiene or even the whatever, things that you think you should just be at this point that you should just, that's it. Um if you know that it's an issue, like that's the whole thing is just becoming aware that it is an issue. But if it is an issue and you're not, maybe you just can't remember to do it. Maybe when you get up, life takes hold and you don't remember to do the things. I'm a big like post-it notes, even though it might look silly. Fine. Who cares? Why does it but look it, silly? Because some people won't do it like 
So my mom won't have like post-it notes on the bathroom wall because I was like, oh, I'm just going to put like post-it notes. And so I have like my stuff and she's like, yeah, you could do that in your own like room or in your own house, but like that won't be happening here. So I'm like, you know how helpful that would be that like if I had a post-it on the fridge that was like, are you hungry? So then I could just like ask myself before I open up that fridge because it's like constant like, nope, not hungry. It's just habit. But if you like wanted to make a change or you needed some sort of affirmation just to remind yourself and you had like even, okay, let's say something like brushing your teeth and you know you never you never do it in the morning. So you try to do it at night, but you don't do it in the morning because you just don't remember. If you put it that like in front of the bathroom, in front of the toilet, there's a wall or a curtain or something. And there was a sign there that said brush your teeth. And then also on your mirror, when you go to go wash your hands and, and you see it a couple times, maybe it will start reminding you. So then, cause that's one of the things that we talk about in mastermind all the time is that we have all these goals that we want to do. And sometimes we'll go an entire week that we've written them in the sheet on Sunday morning. And then we don't look at that sheet until the next Sunday morning. It's like, oh shit, I wanted to do all these things but I just didn't have them top of mind. So I let life just happen. And so sometimes we just need those reminders or putting the reminders in the phone and have a notification that comes up. And instead of having a notification that like your friend just had toast, do you want to know what you put on the toast? Click here. It could be, hey, go and do the thing that you said that you were going to do and just put reminders or alarms. So I feel like we could help ourselves a lot more if we just owned up to the fact that like, hey, we need to do something different because it hasn't been working, just trying to do it like the adult way of knowing. You don't know. So sometimes we just need those like little things to constantly remind ourselves. I think, again, super long-winded. Excuse me. Yeah. Can I say something? No. <laughs> I'm trying to keep myself awake is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Josh says, uh, having been making slow changes in the opposite direction for the last few years. Oh, boy. That's not good. Okay. My home office is filled with post-it notes, though. So that's cool. And Josh also said, I just have problems trusting or opening up to people. Well, that's why we're really glad you come here to the show, that's Josh. Awesome it's You seem pretty comfortable here. So maybe you found your spot. Mm -hmm. That's a start. It's yeah. not a solution necessarily, but it is a start. Ed says, comparing ourselves to others is bad enough, but comparing ourselves to superficial timelines never led to anything helpful. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's tough. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a sentence that we use. Um, one of the, so Mike in our, in our mastermind, he says, um, if you have a goal that you really want to hit, you put a timeline on it because that's like how you do it, right? Like if Oh, Josh said he's been making changes in the right direction the last few years. Okay, good. Sorry, Josh. Oh, that's much better. Okay. That's what I so that's what I thought. Like he's he's actually okay. So anyway, so um <laughs> you're just doing so well, Josh. So um he was saying that if you have a goal, yes, we have to put a timeline on the goal. Yeah. But if you get to the goal, if you get to the time and you haven't hit the goal, don't change the goal. Keep the, just change the timeline. And that's what a lot of us do that it's like, oh, okay, well, I want to do this by like one month out or three months out that's or right. whatever it is. And then you get to that point and then you didn't do it. And then you're like, oh, well, all right. Now what am I going to do? Okay. It's got to be then. 
Yeah, no, it doesn't. So you don't, but you don't change the goal because then it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I can't do it. So maybe I have to like lower my expectations. No, you don't. You can keep the exact same goal, push it another month or push it another three months or whatever. Who cares? But then you'll keep pushing. And it's for me, I don't know about you. Like, I'd be curious about like what you guys think. But for me, I used to be like, okay, in a year, I want to accomplish this. And that's nice. Like what we do with like at the beginning of the year, like here's kind of like your wish list or your vision board. But I feel like a year is just too much. I like to do like either a month, like this is what I want to do this month or quarterly. So it's three months. And so then you can reevaluate. Did that really even like if you haven't hit your goal and you're not even close to it, then you have to ask yourself, like, why do I want that goal? And you get to ask yourself that three other times during the year instead of just like make it January 1st, the resolution, and then December 31st, you're like, oh, man, I didn't do any of the things because I only looked at it here now. Yep. What a failed year. Look at this. We got the board over here. Yeah. Look at all these things on this board. Go ahead. A lot of failure. I see endless failures. Okay. Well, maybe we should revisit it and ask ourselves why we put the things on there. Yeah. That's a great question because it's, well, I'll tell you what, you, uh, uh, 2000 miles elliptical or walking. Did you do that this year? (laughs) No. (laughs) How do you know? You haven't been keeping track. I haven't been keeping track, but I know it's not 2000 miles. Uh, did you read 26 books this year? Mm. Not quite, but you tried. But I, I think I'm at like 14 or 16 or something. I know you didn't get this one. What? Seven hours of sleep, six days a week. Hey, you know what? I'll check. Probably on the average through the year, I bet you any money I did. Really? Yeah. I bet you any money I did. All right. Well, because there right, was well, some weeks. Well, hold that off I didn't. on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, hold yeah. off on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as me, uh, except death, uh, I haven't quite got there on that one yet. So that's Shoot. a big one. It yeah. doesn't really have a timeline, it's just on there. So. But you've been working on it. I have. Uh, all podcasts make money. <laughs> uh, play music with other people in real life. I've done that. There you go. That's good. I'll become an audiobook narrator. Uh, I never got a job. I did. I, I signed up and I tried out a few times, but I never got a job. Yeah. So I'm not one. Yeah. Uh, cre- create 10 streams of passive income. Uh, I didn't create 10, but, well, I just said... They are. It is passive, I guess. If you're not working and you're making money, is that passive? Yeah. Oh, well, there might be one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, not 10, though. Uh, live together. Uh, we haven't done that quite yet. We kind of did for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. Uh, adopt a dog. Yoshi, I adopted a dog. Congratulations. <laughs> Yoshi, come here. Come here. Yeah. Yay, no, I did, did not adopt a dog. And uh, two full marathons. I did not do that either. I didn't even do one, so. I did one. You did. Did I have one? Did I have it on my side? Oh, you had the 2,000 miles. Oh, okay. You went too far. Hmm. Anyways, there's an example of a lot of goals that we wrote on this board. They've been on there since the brand new beginning of this year. And it's overall not hardly any of them met. So Mm -hmm. just want to let you guys know, we talk about our own lives on the show and we share Mm -hmm. our wins and our losses so 
or uh, are yet to be completed. So I'm sure you got a better word that you want to use for some way. Yeah, it's, yeah, we just haven't done it yet. We're going to get there. It's a, it's an incomplete this semester. Right, Yoshi? Yeah. Come here. Come on. Yoshi's happy. Yoshi's loved doing the show with you guys. It's been a wonderful episode. Uh, a couple comments here before we go. Josh says, uh, be flexible with your goals. We talked about that. That's how you create meaningful change. Yes. Goals should meet the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Mm-hmm. What does that stand for, Leanne? Specific, measurable. <laughs> Is A attainable? I can't remember what these are. I'm sure you could Google it real quick. Yeah, uh, yeah but I won't. Should this I? helps with attaining goals. So that's what SMART means, probably, attaining goals. Actionable oh, he, he wrote it out. Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-based. Yeah, the- Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, meaningful, time-based. The measurable one is a big deal. That's a big one. Because when we say like, oh, I want to lose weight, then it's like, how do you measure that? Because if you lose half a pound, you did it. And you can check that off your list because you're like, boom, lost my weight. So that's that's a big one. That says, I like using timelines as a way to monitor progress. Do you want me to read it (laughs) while you guys are making out? Okay, so I like using timelines as a way to monitor progress, but I don't put a timeline on the completion. For me, that's a lot of pressure. Nice. Yeah. By the way, uh, Yoshi's probably looking up. I had delicious kale salad. I did did not have the chocolate cake, but I did have the kale salad. Nice. And I had zucchini. I had fried zucchini or like Mm. uh, grilled zucchini. I love zucchini. I oh. never eat zucchini, but I actually ate it, and it was actually pretty good. Nice. So, kudos to Carrie on the zucchini. Nice, so. good job, Carrie. I can't wait to meet you one day. One day I'll meet you. Hey, you know, pretty soon the border's opening in about a week. So yeah, a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I told them we can come over and hang out. We can mm-hmm. have a, a full dinner, all four of us. Wonderful. Yay! Yay! And Josh says key, very crucial, unattainable. That's the key mm-hmm. to that. Smart. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there it is. We talked about change and is it meaningful? And thank you for the questions that you offered, Matt and yes, Carrie. You raised you, the Matt bar a bit. And so Carrie, you, yeah. You led us in a good direction too. So hopefully we talked in a way that was helpful. Josh, I know you're free for a long time. Yeah. So uh, hope, maybe, hopefully next Sunday. Well, I won't be here next Sunday. So um, I will be. Le- Leanne's going to do the show though. And she's going to have a guest apparently. Well, no, I don't know. I just asked her. So she's on vacation right now. So We'll see. I may have a guest or I may not. So if I do I'm not sure have a, I could find a guest for us. I'm sure we could find a guest. Yeah, or we could just all talk. And we could all just do the whole thing where I just like read the comments and we just have a conversation, which is totally fine. But Matt and Carrie, you might not want to watch that one. <laughs> Maybe Matt and Carrie could come on as guests. Oh, hey, yeah. If you guys want to come, Mike won't be here, but I'm totally down for that. And then if you have yeah. a topic that you want to talk about, that would be wonderful. Yeah, that but- would be awesome, actually. It would be. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would be really great. Uh let me just make sure that the gal that I asked doesn't give me till Monday and then Monday. Well, we I'll don't know that they guys. want to anyways. Yeah. I know. He's so busy. I'm sure she is too. So anyway, so yeah. So we'll figure it out. We'll either have a guest or we won't have a guest, but I will be here next week. So we'll right. see you then. <clears throat> Thank you so much for being here. First Day Pod, firstdaypod at gmail.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you think of the show, uh, what you'd like to hear about in the future on another episode down the trail. 
Yes. And we didn't talk about the book club either. So oh as my always. God. Hey, Dave showed up at the last minute. Hey, Davos. Haven't hey. seen you in a while. Good to see you. Yay. Um, what, wait, what is, what is that? What is what is that? It's a thumbs up. Oh, it's a thumbs up. Okay, good. I I was worried for a second. I'm not kidding. I thought it looked like this. And I was like, oh my God. Oh. Is gosh. something terrible happening? But no, it's not that. So. It's a thumbs up. Yeah. Yay! Thumbs hey. up, Dave. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, the book club. Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Always available on Zoom. Private link available if you want to join us. Yes. Yeah. So next we are tomorrow. We're doing we're I'm finishing the book, The Tao of Pooh. Um, and then we are starting the book, uh, The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. So that'll be the following week. So please reach out. We've got a couple new ladies. I'm so excited. This is turning. Well, it always has been wonderful. It's just it's nice that new people are coming and it kind of changes up the conversation a little bit, too, which is fun. So anyway, that's it. We love you guys. Josh, be well. We'll be in touch anyways, of course. We love you and everybody else. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy Halloween and Godspeed to everybody. We'll catch you guys on the flip side.